Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Bill Press Show. Indeed, it is the Bill Press Show. My name is Peter Ogburn here with a podcast where, you know, we like to talk about as many things as we can on the program. And uh, one of the things that we've been talking about for years is back in the news. It is the stand your ground law in the state of Florida. Uh, A new, well, not new, but it's a, a story that is very, very troubling. It's been around for a couple of weeks. Now we want to get some details on it. From Nguzi Ndoluye from the NAACP. She is the Senior Director of Criminal Justice Programs. Uh, Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I want to start off with the Stand Your Ground law in general before I want to get to a very specific story um, uh, that we want to talk about. The Stand Your Ground law in Florida, I I think most famously people know it from uh, the Trayvon Martin case and George Zimmerman, uh, where we saw what happened there. Uh, George Zimmerman claimed the stand your, stand your ground law, and he is a free man still. Uh, how effective has this stand your ground law been over the years? Well, I think uh, effective for what? So effective for uh, shielding folks who kill black people? Very. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yes. I, I think that uh, there has actually, so um, in 2005, um, Florida really enacted this pretty expansive danger ground law. And what uh, danger ground laws do is that they, they change the legal definition of self-defense. Um, so everybody, you know, throughout history, criminal law has had some type of um, self-defense that you could claim if, if your life was being threatened and um, you reacted to that. Um, but stand your ground uh, base laws basically expand this, saying that you don't have a duty to retreat in um, public spaces. You didn't have uh, the castle doctrine said you didn't have a duty to retreat in your home. Um, and so what this has done, so, so Florida enacted their stand your ground law in 2005. Um, they even expanded it um, last year as well to say that uh, prosecutors have to prove by clear and convincing evidence. So what this does is, is when folks are saying that this is a stand your ground case, this could shield you from um, criminal prosecution, civil liability, even arrest uh, when you have uh, killed another human being. Um, now, that is is something that, you know, on its face is race neutral, but yeah. we know that our uh, world and our, our country is not race neutral in <laughs> anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, and sadly. so 
in effect, what we see is that danger ground laws are um, applied and actually successfully used as defenses much more often when the person who is being killed is an African-American. So um, an Urban Institute study showed that it, um, you were 10 times more likely to be uh, successful in your stand your ground uh, defense if you're uh, the victim was African American than if they were white. Um, so this is uh, the most recent case um, with the, the death of Marquise McLaughlin fits very much into uh, the the same profile. Well, you know, uh, again, I think that it, it the, this this story rose to prominence and rose to where people actually really got a good look at it outside of Florida was the Trayvon Martin case, and the difference between or one of the differences, I should say, between the Trayvon Martin case and this case with Marquise McLaughlin is we got to see exactly what happened with Marquise McLaughlin. Uh, at the center of this is Michael Draca, a 47-year-old man, and apparently he got into a, a, a fight, looks like a shouting match, with um, Marquise McLaughlin's wife, the mother of his children, uh, because they had parked in a handicapped parking space, and he walks up and, and begins yelling and carrying on. Marquise McLaughlin walks out, sees this man uh, yelling at his wife. He pushes him to the ground and then walks away, starts to walk away. Uh, Michael Draca then pulls out a gun, shoots him in the chest, and uh, he died, father of three. Uh, died in cold blood. So we like we got to see what actually happened there. Uh, so and and the thing to me is when we saw it, we saw just how ridiculous this stand your ground law is, because there was no threat, certainly no immediate threat. The situation had de escalated. He was walking away from it, and this was just purely uh, uh, a guy, a white man. Uh, who pulled out a gun and shot an unarmed black man. And it looked like he was going to get away with it. The original uh, story was that he was not going to be charged. Um, but that has since changed, right? Yes. Um, so he was, he has been charged with manslaughter now. Um, so I think that there was a lot of outcry. Um, and and I think that, that, you know, there were folks who were saying this is a misapplication even of stand your ground. But I have seen some folks who were saying, no, you know, this is this could possibly be an application. And this is part of the problem is that um, the idea of saying when is somebody saying I was afraid, I was afraid for my life is going to be sufficient to yeah. say you walk away as a free person without any, um, you know, w without a trial uh, is very subjective um and so yeah. we've seen that that with the the situation with the call that the pinellas county sheriff made um and we've seen that and we see how that actually um plays out in a number of cases um another thing to note is that in i uh, i think the uh, florida newspaper did a study and i think they said 26 cases where the person who was the victim in a case where stand your ground was claimed was a child was somebody under 18 so let's think about that and let's think about how that ties in to what we know about kind of the the um pervasive impact of racial bias in our society mm -hmm. and implicit bias how um you know 
black children are seen as older, more culpable, more dangerous. So when we have this uh, law that basically is exempting people from any arrest, prosecution, civil um, uh, suit based on their fear, then we really have to think about how much fear of black people is kind of ingrained um, in our society. Um, that, I think that's all. Those are all like excellent points, and it's the, some of the things that sort of get overshadowed by the um, by the headlines with stories like this, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because. It, well, let me ask you this. I, I I I have watched the video several times because it is so shocking, and it is amazing to see it happen play out live in that way on camera. And so, like, what's the solution to? I mean, do we just have to get rid of the stand your ground laws. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we, we agree on that. Yeah. We agree on that. Like, we got to get rid of it altogether, right? Right. Like, we have to get rid of it altogether. Yeah. But, you know, you look at George Zimmerman, who went on to live his life after killing Trayvon Martin, and I think a lot of people started to get really, really worried that the same thing was going to happen with this guy, Michael Draca, who shot Marquise McLaughlin. Um, and, and I think that that is a real, con- uh, that's a really valid concern. So just that because he has been charged does not mean that, that he's going to be convicted. So first of all, that uh, the change to the law that happened last year means that in a pretrial, there was already this pretrial stand your ground immunity he- hearing, right? Um, in a pretrial stand your ground immunity hearing, the prosecutor has to prove by clear and convincing evidence, right? Um, that stand your ground does not apply. So there are a lot of uh, legal hurdles that still remain mm-hmm. um, uh, before first even uh, the person is um, tried for this and then to actually get a conviction. It's important to know, note, by the way, that he originally, I mean, it went, what, it went a couple of weeks before he was actually charged. Yeah. They, um, they originally came out and said, no, no, this is stand your ground. This is a, this is textbook. This is what it's for. And then it moved on to uh, where the state attorney had to sort of come down and say, like, no, actually, we're going to charge this guy. Mm-hmm. And that's and that is um, it, it really was also after a lot of public outcry, you know, yeah. and, and um, I think that, uh, you know, who knows what would have happened without that. But it really, if, if we're thinking about, you know, a uh, uh, criminal legal system that is actually dispensing equal justice, we know that stand your ground really has no part in this. Um, the We've had, you know, over a decade of results. Um, there have been a number of studies to really see what, what the effect is of stand your ground laws. And we know that this is not something that is being equally applied. It plays into, it, it, yeah. it's, all part of the same spectrum as police being unaccountable for killing black people. It's part of the spectrum of um, black people getting the death penalty. Honestly, you know, sure. like the fear. Like when you when you put all of this together, because that race of victim effect is is the same type of race of victim effect as if if you kill. Um, uh, a black person c- compared to killing a white person, the difference about whether you get the death penalty changes, right? So oh, the yeah. way that our punishment is being um, applied is, um, you know, very much tinged, tinged by this. So we know that Sandra Ground is not necessary, right? There is a self-defense 
defense that can be used when there are legitimate cases of self-defense. We also know um, that when it is actually uh, implemented, that we have more um, issues. And also, I mean, and uh, there have been studies talking about the increase in in homicide, um, firearms homicide in uh, Florida since Stand Your Ground has um, has been enacted. So, I mean, so not just, you know, racially um, uh, disproportionate effects, but also wondering, is this actually making us all unsafe? <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. I mean, take all the other factors out of it and just look at the fact that, uh, just look at the numbers. This is not making anybody safer. It's not making anybody safer. Like, that, You cannot argue with that at all. And I also think that it is worth pointing out that, again, in the two highest profile cases of the Stand Your Ground law, uh, Trayvon Martin and Marquise McLaughlin, two unarmed men, unarmed men, no weapons of any kind, and the law would allow someone to shoot them down and cite the Stand Your Ground law. It seems to me like that is a... Not just a broken law, but just a like a, just a ridiculous idea. And and I think we should also include the people where we saw that the standard ground law wasn't actually pay, um, being uh, protecting them from prosecution, like Marissa Alexander, um, who uh, fired a warning shot, and she's uh, a black oh. woman who fired a warning shot, right, yeah. um, to protect herself from uh, domestic violence, right, and and th- this is the same. Uh, you know, situation where you would think, you know, for the stand your ground uh, proponents that they would say, you know, this this should be applied, but still there was um, such a fight there. Um, so I, I do think that. By the way, if, if I could just stop for a second, just just to make sure everybody understands uh, the the Marissa Alexander case where she did fire that uh, warning shot, she got twenty years in pre- prison. Twenty years in prison. Yeah, and I mean, I think that. And and she has, um, you know, subsequently been released, right? Um, So, but that was after a lot of fight. You know, that that was after the fact. But this was clearly, um, you know, not she was specifically denied the the stand your ground immunity, um, saying that she did not meet that burden of proof, right? And so she went to trial. She was convicted. so the bottom line is that we have a, a justice system that often does not dispense justice. We have a stand your ground law that um, I think emboldens some people to feel that they can, you know, um, be violent and then say, I was afraid. Um, and we have a, a law that is not applied fairly and is not keeping anybody safer and might actually be uh, making people you know, and not, I wouldn't even say might, which is, which is actually um, causing people fear for their lives yeah. legitimately, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so so the bottom line is there's no need for stand your ground. And I would also point out the, the way that the NRA uses this as a litmus test, I think is really telling. Um, wow. They're uh, trying to punish people now who voted for a special session in Florida um, to actually debate and discuss stand your ground yeah heaven uh, forbid we do that yeah exactly you know? like how dare you yeah i mean come <laughs> yeah. on oh. right, right? Oh. Um, and it's it's anyhow it's there's there's so many pieces of this that yeah. are just you know uh it, it, and 
it's this is this is a dangerous law, um, and it puts it puts people's lives in danger. We've seen it um, before, and it, and it continues to happen again. Um, there really is it, it's really time to actually just get rid of stand your ground. Amen. We'll leave it at that. And Guzzi and Deluye, uh, she is the senior director of criminal justice programs, the NAACP. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. All right. There it is. Get rid of stand your ground. That is a message I can get behind. Thank you for tuning in. We'll have more content here on this podcast a little bit later on. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.